Welcome to Unchained TV, featuring best-selling author, TV journalist, and the founder of the Unchained TV free streaming network, Jane Velez Mitchell. You're about to hear a secret solution to the problems that plague our world. If you want to revolutionize your health, get truly joyful, and jump to the next phase of human evolution, all it takes is one simple choice. Now, here's your host, Jane Velez Mitchell. I am so honored and delighted to have some of my heroes on today. Uh, two of the women you're looking at here uh, face possible jail time for going in and exposing what is really happening inside uh, pig factory farms. And, and I have to tell you, it is beyond comprehension. This is happening in Canada. 11 Canadians have been convicted after showing the video that you are looking at right now if you're listening to this broadcast take our word for it it is just awful even the judge when he was handing down the sentence said it was disturbing and poignant and so why are the whistleblowers the people who went in there and videotaped this uh, convicted why is it such an upside down world that showing this imagery can get one arrested and uh locked up essentially, whereas they're the whistleblowers, they're the ones showing the world, doing the job that journalists should be doing but are not. And I mean, if you look at this, anybody, anybody with a conscience, anybody who even, you know, would consider eating the products of these animals, it's it's really something that's so shocking. So I want to go straight out to Jenny McQueen. Jenny, you are one of the 11. Tell us what happened. Tell us where you stand because you were supposed to be sentenced and they've left you in legal limbo again by postponing your sentence. Absolutely. Well, first of all, let me say um, thank you for having us on and, you know, showing those videos, it, it just, it, it makes me so sad still seeing seeing what we saw inside. You know, when you're sitting in front of a mother pig and, and you know that she's never going to get out of that gestation crate, apart from being, you know, artificially inseminated and then taken to the gestate, to the farrowing crate, then it, it's absolutely heartbreaking. We spent a lot of time in there, you know, seeing what you're showing online and, and what you don't get to see is, is the smell. Um, and, and um, you know, the screams, you just don't, you just don't experience that. Um, so, yes, uh, we were supposed to be sentenced on Friday. We've been waiting over three years now. And um, the judge in Quebec is apparently overwhelmed and he delayed our sentencing. And so you're in legal limbo. You don't know what's going to happen. Natalie, how does that impact you emotionally as one of the defendants? It's it's stressful um, for sure. Uh, we, we hear that it might be happening next month, though, so hopefully it won't be too much longer to wait. But it's been a long three and a half years. We never expected it would go on for this long. We never expected criminal charges for peaceful animal rights action, for whistleblowing, for 11 people who most of us have never done anything illegal before, and none of us have a criminal record. And, uh, I mean, you know, we expected no more than trespassing, and we got breaking and entering, um, which is so strange. Breaking and entering, it's not supposed to be um, applicable unless you're on the premises to commit a crime. Uh, so what was our crime? We were just trying to expose an injustice. And 
they say our crime was mischief. What is mischievous about caring about what happens to animals? What is mischievous about peacefully entering a building to expose horrific animal abuse? Um, this is such disturbing video, if you're listening. I mean, your pigs drinking out of their own feces. Um, this pig is coughing and coughing and coughing. Video. Yes, I took that video. They were coughing. <laughs> They had obvious respiratory distress because in this room, the, the air was so horrible. I, the moment I walked into that room, I couldn't breathe. I, I said to myself, I can't be in here. And that pig lived there all, all, all their life. It's unbelievable. I mean, even the judge said that it was poignant and disturbing. So if the judge said it was poignant and disturbing, why punish the people who are showing, showing this? Look at this. I mean, and... You know, I'm just, I'm, I'm shocked. We've got a lot of callers who are just already uh, coming in. Now, Voice America, is Joe on hold from Virginia Beach? Yes, hi. Uh, thank you so much for taking my call. Great, great show. And thanks for giving voice to the voiceless animals. I was literally shocked to hear the news that 40,000 pounds of pig slaughter products was recalled by Eastern Meat Solutions a Canadian importer due to improper inspection. So there's so much waste in this industry and there is so much of diseases and over 75% of all the emergent infectious diseases are coming from the animals. So is there an end in sight? Uh, is there a change in heart in the government officials or, or these animal slaughter companies to switch from an animal-based to a, to a ju just full plant-based system? Uh, very good question. Uh, Jenny, I'll throw that to you. Yeah, a uh, huge amount of waste. And we have organizations in Canada who are working to swap subsidies from animal agriculture across to encourage these places to transform to growing plants. And especially, I mean, the Canada Food Guide was edited uh, recently to include mostly plants. There's hardly any animal protein in there. So why, why are not governments taking all the research about how animal agriculture is wasteful, polluting, and absolutely nasty for the animals. And why aren't they transforming, you know, transforming to a plant-based system? It, it blows my mind. So I have to say that it was so disturbing, just even, oh my gosh, uploading these videos and looking at it. And I actually wanted to check with you guys twice before the air. I was like, can this be what you saw? And you were, yes, yes, yes. I mean, the level of feces, uh, it, it's just beyond comprehension. I mean, I want to show this, this one photo here. I mean, oh my God. <laughs> and the, um, the industry responded this way. Canada's animal welfare standards are among the highest in the world. Quebec Pork Breeders President said after viewing one of the whistleblower's videos, I treat my pigs well, the facility owner told the court. Well, uh, dear God, uh, what is this? A whole bunch of piglet rotting carcasses. What is this? I mean, it's beyond comprehension. Uh, I can't even, and as Mick Davoudian, who's watching, says, imagine if these were dogs, the entire Western Hemisphere would be there breaking down the doors. Um, this is just a little fire. We got another caller, Lindsay in Woodland Hills. Your question or thought for our panel. I was just looking at the footage and got 
so sick to my stomach. I just had to uh, go to the phone call where I'm not seeing the visual at the moment. But I, I'm just appalled. And what I'm recommending that everybody do along with me is take that quote and take that picture, take the quote from the official of their highest standards and take that picture and share it out on your social media because that's what I plan to do. This is just horrific. Thank you for listening to my rant. And these people could be going to jail for showing the world, Lindsay. Yeah. How insane. How insane have we become? Great question. I want to go out to one of the attorneys uh, who is representing one of the um, defendants. And remember, there are 11 defendants. I'm going to show you a picture of them right now. 11 defendants, okay? 11 people. And for many of them, it was their first animal rights event. And now they are convicted criminals. Uh, Chloe Supranon, a defense attorney, um, what is the defense that you offered aside from, uh, oh my God, we showed this horror and we should be given an award, not sent to prison or convicted or have something on our uh, record for the rest of our lives. What was what was your defense in court? So I, uh, there were two major points, arguments that we uh, uh, bring to the judge. The first one is because when you're charged with uh, breaking and entering, the Crown have to prove that you uh, commit a crime, you you had the, in the intention of committing a crime. Uh, so one of, of this, and um, in our case, we argue that the um, uh, activists didn't commit any crime. So uh, the crime in question um, are, that the Crown argued was um, mischief. But in our case, we said to the judge, there was no mischief. Um, so that was our first argument. And the second one, uh, we uh, told the judge that the uh, activists went on the farm to uh, take pictures and video and uh, information and after to communicate them to the public. So there is a defense uh, in the criminal code uh, about that. And we try to um, uh, put this argument uh, on the trial. I mean, if you look at this, these pigs covered in their own feces and ankle deep in sewer water, uh, you gotta wonder how could this impact human health? Um, Jenny McQueen, after you did, take us through what you actually did. Take us through the actual action. And Direct Action Everywhere was part of this, as well as Rose's Law. We'll talk about Rose's Law in a second. But lay it out for us. What happened? Okay, so um, a bunch of us um, were entering this facility uh, in the early hours of the morning. It, it was dark. Uh, we didn't break anything. We entered inside and we toured um, the entire place. We took video. We live streamed inside while we were there. A few of us live streamed. And uh, we all know, or we all should know that uh, pigs are extremely clean individuals. You know, they poop and they pee in, in another place if they're given the chance. And then they make themselves comfortable in straw. 
So uh, what we saw inside, we were horrified. We were absolutely horrified. I mean, the police arrested us in the area where the gestation crates were. And I, I just wish that we'd been able to sit on the ground and occupy one of the areas that you've shown in the, in the photos, um, the area that was absolutely, you know, caked in feces. But um, there was no way that we could do that. And so even the police didn't get to see the areas that we saw. I mean, you can see on the screen, you're showing the video that I took, you know, um, sections where um, babies were being fattened in boxes. And the boxes were covered in feces, were smeared. And then what we witnessed, um, you know, like decaying electrics, um, maggots, rodents. And after we finished, after we'd finished, like we'd been arrested and, you know, in the days later, we then reported what we'd seen to the authorities, to the fire marshal, to the electrical safety authority and to the government, to the animal, you know, let's put air quotes in this animal protection um, government ministry. And then following that, the government made an extremely rare visit and they actually confirmed everything we'd seen, and they issued a fail report to this facility. And apparently the people who are running it are no longer running it, It, but we don't know that whether it was completely shut down because you have some kind of injunction against you. You can't even approach that area to ask on public property, are there still pigs in there? I find that absolutely mind-blowing and horrific. We've got another caller, Jamie, from Los Angeles. Your question or thought for our panel. Hi, guys. This is absolutely insane. I am so honored to know you all, and I just love the work that you're doing. I think actions like this are essential to furthering our movement. You know, when I think about what made me go vegan, it was seeing videos like this. So my question for you guys is how can someone that's new to activism or somebody that may not know so much about laws, how can they begin learning about how to get more involved and do more actions like this? How do we train and prep for going into factory farms? And I'll throw that back to Jenny because you're one of the leaders in the Canadian uh, animal rights movement. You do so many actions. Uh, absolutely. I would suggest uh, checking out directactionevywhere.com. And there's uh, details on Open Rescue. And from within there, there are individuals within our organization, DXC, that uh, can advise on training. And people can actually message me too. Um, we have trainings. We did have trainings here. Uh, it makes it a little bit awkward. You need to find out if your um, state or if your province has got ag-gag laws. Um, you need to check out and have yourself uh, a lawyer too uh, that you can phone if you do get arrested. And you need to be thinking about biohazard gear. There's quite a few different aspects to this. But... Um, it's so important to actually be able to go and expose these awful places, you know, where animals are just used and abused for their flesh. And especially, I mean, we know now that we don't even need to eat animals. I mean, what is this all about? It's so crazy. And it's the most, I mean, 
I am a vegan. And you know what? Just like MSNBC and Fox News have viewpoints, we have a viewpoint here at Unchained TV that animals are not objects and you can't do whatever you want with them. And they are sentient beings who deserve rights. Uh, Indeed, they deserve habeas corpus, in my opinion. And there are um, organizations like the Non-Human Rights Project fighting to get animals habeas corpus, which means you can't just stick somebody in a prison um, and even if they're an animal, just leave them there because they're considered property. And while that habeas corpus battle has been happening in the courts over an elephant, uh, you certainly uh, know that what's happening to these animals is the ultimate imprisonment. I mean, who would say that it's okay to keep pigs in a crate the size of their bodies, never able to turn around. Look at the bars on either side. And pigs are considered the fifth most intelligent animal. So I just, I can't even imagine a world where this is okay. And then additionally, when these folks go in there to document it, 11 people, there are the defendants, the Montreal 11, and Uh, They're arrested. They're charged with breaking and entering and obstructing a police officer. Now, that was another thing. Um, All of you, according to what you've said, never obstructed a police officer. You just went limp. Can you talk about that a little bit, Natalie, as one of the defendants? Yes, I can. Um, So they said that we obstructed a police officer because we did not leave the moment that they asked us to. The reason we don't leave the moment that they asked us to is because we had one demand, and that was for media to come in and film the premises, the condition of what the pigs were going through. As soon as our our demand was denied, we were ready to go. We were ready to leave the premises, but they took a very long time organizing themselves to arrest us. And unfortunately, they have now sort of skewed that fact and said that we were obstructing justice um, by refusing to leave. So what I don't get is that the judge actually said certain sympathetic things, Chloe, you're one of the attorneys. Look at this. I'm sorry. I can't even, I can't even, there are no words. Look at that. There's pigs back there. Look at that filth. And this is what they said. And by the way, we invite anybody the owner um, or former owner, the Quebec Pork Breeders Association, which said Canada's animal welfare standards are among the highest in the world. The owner told the court, I treat my pigs well. Is this treating your pigs well? I mean, look at that face, that animal long gone, presumably dead. But I mean, dear God, I, I just, you know, who are we as a species? that that this is not causing global outrage, but then additionally, the people who showed this are arrested and convicted. And where does it stand now? You've been in, this happened in 2019. Um, where does it stand? You were supposed to go to court in two days. That's why we arranged an interview. And then they just postponed it at the last minute, Chloe as one of the attorneys, talk to us about all of this. Um, the postponing, I, I don't have the reason and um, because we don't have the new date yet and I prefer not commenting on that. Um, but, um, but yeah, the images are horrific and it brings me to another problem because uh, 
charging people for breaking and entering and um, it's a thing, but charging farmers for cruelty, it's another thing. And here in Quebec, we, we don't have good animal uh, protection laws. That's a big problem to me. Uh, we need to have more protections and not only voluntary uh, codes of practices. It's, it's unbelievable. I, I just, you know, every time it seems that there is an undercover investigation or an action like this, this one involving direct action everywhere, but there were various groups involved. I know Rose's Law, we're going to get to that in a second. It seems like they find the same thing, always the same thing. Now, I have to ask, what about the media attention? Presumably one of the main reasons you did this, and you said this in your live stream. I mean, this is the other thing. If they were there to commit a crime, what criminal live streams their own operation to essentially alert the authorities, this is what's happening now, come get me. But um, you demanded, Jenny, that the media come and show this. Now, we know one of the reasons I started Unchained TV, the world's only uh, nonprofit streaming network for the vegan lifestyle is because the uh, reality doesn't get on mainstream TV. Why? Because look at the advertisers, dairy and pharmaceuticals, the very industries that are doing this. So they don't cover it. But sometimes things are just so bad and there's such um, you know, a horror that they're essentially forced to cover it. What kind of media coverage did this action get, Jenny? We've had quite a few of the French media take it up and cover it. But um, the frustrating thing is that they will slant it towards, you know, uh, the upset that we caused the family or the pictures that they'll include as part of the article are stock images where the pigs are clean and, and happy looking and looking out at the camera. Um, we've struggled to get English media to pick it up. Uh, there's a few articles, really good articles, but we've really, really had to push and, and even know people within industry to encourage them to write about it. So the National Observer in Canada has written one really good article. But then uh, we do media releases all the time and we really struggle to get any coverage at all. And yet it's something that should concern every single person who thinks it's okay to still eat animals. Um, it, it, it truly is disturbing. And again, one of the reasons why we uh, started our nonprofit global streaming network, Unchained TV, is that now it empowers people. You could take this video, whether you're watching on our streaming app on television, whether you're watching on your phone, whether you're watching it online, whether you're watching it on Facebook or on YouTube or on Twitter or on any of the platforms that we cross post to, you can share this out and let, uh, let people know that this is happening. Because I can't imagine anybody seeing this video, anybody, for even a second and saying, oh, this is okay, I'm gonna go out and have a ham sandwich. Because ultimately this is a consumer issue. If consumers didn't buy hot dogs and Frankfurters, well, those are the same thing. That's now you know I'm a vegan because I don't even know the yeah <laughs> hot dogs, um, ham, deli slices, and by the way, processed meat, which is how most pigs are consumed in the form of deli slices, bacon, and um, hot dogs. It's officially cancer causing. 
according to the World Health Organization. So, Natalie, you have that, too. You have the fact that while this is all happening, it's terribly bad for human health. Absolutely, it is. Um, and we should be listening to, you know, our government who is telling us to consume less animal products or potentially no animal products. And we should be listening to cancer.org, who does list processed meat as a uh, group one cancer causing carcinogen. Um, but for me, it's about the animals. For me, it's about suffering. I mean, why are we doing this to them? If we know that we don't need to eat animals to survive, which we, we've known for a while, why are we still doing this to them? It's completely unjustified. Yeah. And, you know, this is one of the epic struggles of our time. I do believe that animal agriculture is the social justice movement of our time because it covers so much world hunger, uh, climate change. Uh, habitat destruction, wildlife extinction. We've got a caller, Adida, in New York City. Your question or thought for our panel of activists and their attorney. Adida. Hi there. Hi, Jane. Hi, Jenny and everyone. Um, yeah, I'm calling from New York City. Just, It's so heartbreaking listening to all this. Just want you to know that the activist community in New York City is supporting you. This is a terrible injustice. Um, and we just want to thank you for your bravery and for all you've done. And um, that's really just what I wanted to say. It's just a terrible, terrible situation. But um, none of us are ever going to give up, <clears throat> even when these injustices are happening. And, you know, we're going to keep going forward even harder. Thank you so much. Thank you. Does the support mean a lot to you? I mean, look. I've been uh, involved in covering this as a journalist for decades now. I have never been arrested. I don't know what that would be like. I've been to, to jails to do stories many times, and I know how horrific it is. I mean, let's just talk a little bit about what you're going through emotionally, Natalie. I mean, you are an upstanding citizen. I read your bio. You've never done anything like this in your entire life. No, I haven't. And three days after the criminal trial, I started to feel a little strange on my head. And it turned out that I had to go to the emergency room because I had contracted shingles from the stress of having a criminal trial. I never expected it would, it would go that far. Um, that doesn't mean that I regret what I, what I was part of. I, I could never regret any peaceful action that I have taken for animals. And I said that straight to the judge uh, when I testified at the sentencing hearing. Um, but it has been extremely emotional, that's for sure. But it's nothing compared to what the animals go through. Absolutely nothing. Oh, my gosh. Well, heroes all. Um, we actually are going to take a very short break on Voice America Radio, but we are staying alive on Unshade TV, our streaming network. So I would urge everybody, we're going to take a short break. Download the app. You can download it on your phone for free, um, and you can download it on your TV for free, and you can watch it for free on UnshadeTV.com. Unshade TV. You literally go to your app store and it takes one second. This is streaming on there now, along with more than well over 1,500 videos that really tell the story of there's, there's a solution to most of the world's problems. And we just have to stop killing. And that includes animals. Stay right there. We'll be right back. Voice America at Facebook.com forward slash Voice America for juicy updates from your favorite radio shows and podcasts. Get Unchained 
Tune in every Wednesday for Unchained TV on the Voice America Variety Channel. Featuring nationally recognized, best-selling author, TV journalist, and the founder of the Unchained TV free streaming network, Jane Velez Mitchell. This program takes you inside a trending lifestyle that's the next wave of human evolution. It all starts on your plate. If you want to revolutionize your life, get happier, more energized, then discover the secret. Tune in to Unchained TV, Wednesdays at 12 p.m. Pacific Time and 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. Voice America is on LinkedIn. Connect with us today. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to Unchained TV. To reach the show today, call in to 1 866 472 5788. That's 1 866 472 5788. You may also send an email in to jane at unchainedtv.com. Now, back to the show. Hello, everybody. We're talking to two of the 11 heroes, plus their attorney, who's the lady at the top of the screen. Um, 11 Canadians in all convicted after just going into a pig farm uh, and videotaping. That's all they did. They were live streaming. They went in. I'm going to show you the video um, while we talk. It's horrific. Even the judge said it was disturbing and and uh, poignant, he said, because obviously these animals are so, so miserable. I mean, look, imagine living in a cage the size of your body, a dirty cage, never able to turn around. Your ears been stapled with some kind of tag. You're filthy. I mean, this is torture. I, I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This is just torture. It is beneath us as a society. And um, we invite anybody from the pig industry on anytime. Uh, but I will say I, I have to read their statement because it's kind of shocking in light of the video. Canada's animal welfare standards are among the highest in the world. Quebec pork breeders president said after viewing one of the whistleblowers videos, quote, I treat my pigs well, end quote, the owner told the court. So um, there's a, a huge disconnect here. We've got some callers, though. Uh, let's go to Annie and Sherman Oaks, your question for our panel. Oh, hi, yes. Uh, first of all, I want to say thank you for the show, Jane, as always. Jenny, oh, my gosh, you're so incredible, the things you do. 
you're such a hero. All of you, I, I, we are here in California propping with you. One of the things I want to ask, the frustrating thing as a fellow activist, if there's no activist, there's no healing, there's no solution. Yet the power it falls so much with the animal agriculture. Even like Facebook posts that I post, oftentimes I find they block it. What other ways can you uh, we amplify besides, of course, Unchained TV, the incredible Unchained TV with Jane? Uh, I, I, it, it gets frustrating because you are just as heroes. You didn't do anything. You're peace warriors. <laughs> love you and sending you all the love and support. But we want to amplify your voice that everybody in the world should start, you know, breaking out, like, what is going on? We're supposed to give them honor, these heroes, not try to punish them and put false accusations by the police, by the animal agriculture. This is very oh, thank you, Annie. So I'd like to know what encouragement, what words, what, uh, I, no, you know, think that you can give me directions. Love you all. Thank you so much. Okay. Yes. Okay. So, Jenny, what directions? If if people aren't up to basically facing possible prison time and a criminal record by doing what you did here, um, live streaming your entry into this hellhole. Um, sorry, that's how I feel about it. And I invite anybody from the pork industry on any time to discuss it. But what else can they do? Well, just even getting active on social media. Um, I... I posted a, um, a, uh, a nice little notice that people can hold up. Compassion for animals is not a crime. I support the uh, poor Greg activists. And, you know, posting something like that on social media, but also writing to mainstream media, you can write letters to the editor. You can tell people about the injustices that animals are facing in your part of the world too. I mean, this happens across the United States, across the world, across Canada. Uh, letting people know what happens, going to a supermarket um, and doing a demonstration, you can stand in front of the, you know, air quote, meat aisle, and you can tell people exactly what happens to pigs inside these nasty places. There's so many ways that you can take action. Yes. Okay, we've got yet another caller. Boy, people are interested in this subject today. Michael in Los Angeles, your question or thought for our panel. Yes, hi. Thank you so much for taking my call. Um, I just want to thank all the uh, defendants in this, tri in this unjust trial. Um, I'm in California, and I did, my question is, I just wondered, what can we do to help support all of you in this trial? Can we write letters to the judge? Uh, what, what can we do to help? Thank you. I, I would like to jump in as well and say somebody um, commented about Justin Trudeau, the head of your country, what about contacting him? What about a campaign to contact him? I mean, um, you know, you see him all the time on the international stage looking all dressed up and, and sharp and handsome and conveying that Canada is this fabulous place where um, everything is done properly. I mean, that's got to be shame-producing for him. Jenny, Natalie? I, I would welcome letters to Justin Trudeau. Um the industry is the one that um, gives out standards for um, pig farming, for chicken farming. There's no actual laws within, you know, air quote, farms. They're not farms, they're, they're factories. Um, 
So I would welcome any campaign towards Justin Trudeau and tell him, even though we don't believe in the use and abuse of animals for food, you know, why, why are gestation crates still in Canada? Canada has some of the worst abuses I've seen um, for animals, honestly. As you say, Jane, uh, people think that Canada is a, is a very kind country, you know, that uh, Canadians say, oh, sorry for, for everything that they do. But, you know, the hidden abuses behind doors uh, is, is just the same as any country. Now, Anne Shaughnessy has commented. She said, I've had PSD, PTSD ever since I went into that hellhole. Presumably she's one of the defendants. Um, yes. Nat- Natalie, can you tell us a little bit about the PTSD effect? Because I'm having PTSD from just uploading it today and looking at that video, which I had to edit. And, you know, it, it just every cell in my body shrinks when I when I stare at that. Thanks yeah. for looking to the camera. Yes. Thank you, Jane. Um, being in there with them is like being in hell on earth. And it's one thing to see it in the images, but it's another thing to be looking into their eyes and having them look into yours and they're looking to you for help. And some of them are really suffering. And all we could do was film. We couldn't help any of them. And to have to leave them all behind is very emotional. And um, they're all gone now. There were 4,000 pigs at this farm and all of them are now dead. Um, And it's just, it's just heartbreaking that we couldn't really help them. We're doing what we can to try to tell their stories, but it's definitely so haunting to think about even the few hours we spent in there with them. I I can't imagine what it's like to be them. And why would we ever want to be a society that does this to innocent sentient beings? We're supposed to be these evolved, intelligent, you know, uh, beings, and yet we we are so selfish. We are so short-sighted. We are so greedy. We are so we are so evil sometimes. And I I have to be hopeful that we're getting better as a society and as a species. And you know, the animal rights community gives me a lot of that hope. Being part of this movement gives me a lot of that hope. You know, um, no evil can last forever. So we have to just keep exposing these places and doing activism either legally or illegally, whatever you're comfortable with. And, and hopefully one day we will be able to look back and say we did our best to end this horrible atrocity. And, you know, what's also true is that while this is happening and these animals are suffering, people are suffering. As I mentioned, most of the products that are um, from pork, from pigs, are cancer-causing. Processed meat is officially, according to the World Health Organization, cancer-causing. And then uh, it's very high in terms of its carbon footprint. And so it's contributing to climate change. We've got another caller, Michelle in Los Angeles. Your question or thought for our panel. Hello. Can you hear me? Yes. Yes. Hello. Hi. Yes. Thank you for all you do. This is so horrific. I went to my first pig vigil and I was traumatized. Um, Natalie, Jenny, everyone, Jane, one thing that hasn't been brought up is when you're in this place, it's the smells too. It's not just what you see. The whole thing is a hellscape. Um, Can you comment on that and your other senses and how you felt going through there? Oh, yeah. Jenny, take that one. Or both of you. Yeah, um, you can barely breathe. Um, the the um, the ammonia 
and uh, the dust in the air, which is, you know, like particles of skin, particles of feces. You know, it catches your breath. Your, your eyes are streaming. You, you, you know, your nose is running and um, you feel you basically feel ill while you're inside. And we know that pigs have got really sensitive um, senses themselves. And that's the other heartbreaking thing, that they're stuck inside this place, you know, and and they're being assailed. All their senses are are being attacked. Um, And they're screaming. And and you're sitting in front of, I mean, for me, when, when, when we're talking about the emotional toll, I was sitting in front of individuals in front of me, mother pigs, I named one of them Bella and, um, you know, I, I'd make contact with her and I'd I'd touch her snout. And then when the police came, they stood in front of us. They wouldn't even let us give comfort to the pigs. And, you know, when I think back, you know, it, it makes me sob when I, you know, I'm, I just about hold myself together. But, you know, it's so upsetting what these animals have to go through. I remember the screams too, yeah. In the, um, the gestation room, they would every, I'm not sure how what the time interval was, but they would just start all screaming at the top of their lungs, thrashing against the bars, foaming at the mouth, just doing everything they can to try to get out of those cages. And it was absolutely horrifying, absolutely horrifying. I just, you know, I have to think, they say, you know, the moral arc of the universe is slow, but it bends toward justice. But with the fast-growing human population, even though we have a whole revolution offering plant-based, we still have globally an increase in meat consumption, and it's very troubling. I do believe in the law of unintended consequences. I believe ultimately nature will do for us what we're not doing for ourselves. Due to increased extreme weather from climate change, uh, we are seeing in the summer it is getting ever more difficult to do factory farming. Uh, the price of hay is going up in Kansas. We saw a TikTok video of thousands of cows that were dead on the side of the road, dying from heat and drought. In the winter time, the extreme weather is causing uh, animals to die en masse. So I, I believe that that combined with the rise of not just plant-based meat, but uh, meat from fungi, which is mushrooms essentially, which is not a plant, it's its own species, as well as um, what you might call clean meat, animal-free meat. Uh, Some would call it cell-based meat. I don't use that term. I use cultured meat. Uh, That's going to reduce for those who must have their pound of flesh no matter what, and we all know those people, um, that's going to reduce uh, the number of animals used. And I was just at the Vegan Women's Summit and they were serving cultured meat there. I didn't try it, but I interviewed the woman uh, who, was, who was there representing that company. There's numerous companies in the development stage, but it's already been tried in Singapore, cultured chicken, and uh, it's moving forward on a regulatory basis here in the United States. And I don't know how everybody feels about it. There are some vegans, for example, who don't, Uh, approve of it, but I'm all for it. Whatever is going to stop this, this hell, whatever is going to stop this terrible, 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 um, just blight on humanity, I'm all for it. And, you know, I want to talk about Rose's Law because that was, along with direct action everywhere, that was another part. So talk to us Jenny, about Rose's Law and what does it mean? 
Absolutely. Um, Rose's Law was created um, after an action that uh, Direct Action Everywhere took where one individual chicken rose. Um, you can read about it. There's a whole story about her. Uh, but Rose's Law is about an animal bill of rights where there's five different asks in there, you know, the right to rescue, the right to a secure home or habitat, the right to be represented in the law. Uh, check out the website, roseslaw.org. Um, it's extremely friendly. It's extremely logical. And, you know, we, we take actions for Rose's Law, you know, around the country. So um, where, did, where does it stand? You um, were supposed to go to court the day after tomorrow. You're all ready for it. And my gosh, you know, when somebody changes a lunch date, it, it kind of changes your schedule. But you've been waiting for this moment since you were convicted and indeed waiting for, for this closure since you did this in 2019. I mean, my gosh, Chloe, the wheels of justice are turning so slowly. We knew that happened here in the United States, but in Canada, too. Yeah, it, it, it's a big thing here uh, now in Quebec. The delay are very long um, and we don't have enough judges, uh, every kind of problems. Uh, but um, like th there is uh, there is something for the defendants when there is too much delay that we can do. I don't think in this case it's possible, but um, yeah, so uh, it, it's, it happens in the United States. It happens in here, too. Yeah, so you think that you're going to not get jail time, Jenny? Uh, why is that, considering that they added on a charge of obstruction of police, even though you had said all you did was go limp? Tell us about that. Absolutely. Um, you, you never know how you're going to react when the police come and when they want you to exit. Some of us got up and were walked out by police. I found myself screaming, um, you know, it's not food, it's violence. And, you know, four police officers took me out. I went limp. And we didn't expect to have that extra charge obstructing a police officer. It's a really quite serious charge. And I still think that even though um, I'm being told that it's very unlikely that we'll end up in jail, if, if the judge really wanted to make an example with those of us who've got prior uh, records, I mean, I'm on a peace bond, uh, another defendant is on a peace bond too, from their actions with animal rights, then, you know, I, I hate to think about it, but activists in Canada uh, are being sentenced to custodial time. We have Amy Serrano, on the West Coast in Canada uh, for her action occupying a pig facility too. Unbelievable. And I know the attorney, Chloe Supranant, I hope I pronounced it right, you want to make a statement about what's going on here and the situation in Quebec specifically. Yeah, um, because I saw a question in the comments uh, about what the, why did the police didn't file a report for abuse? Um, I have a, a, an answer for that. It's because an, animal uh, protections in Quebec are very bad. They are low. Uh, we adopted a bill in 2015, and in that bill, at the Section 7, uh, it says that if, if farmers um, uh, op operate their farm 
with uh, in compliance of common practices, they are not obligated to follow the main protection of this law. So this for me is a big problem. The, the answer for this question is the, the police didn't find a report because the things we saw in the images, I think it's legal. And that's a big problem. Well, well, I'm getting two stories, and this is important that we we clarify this before you know we wrap up. Is that I read one article you mentioned, I think the National Observer, and that was a an opinion piece that said there's really no protection for these animals; it's voluntary compliance. But then I read another article that said that um, there are rules against animal abuse and animal torture in Canada. So I read two conflicting reports, Jenny. Right. I can I can address that. Um, when we go inside these places, a lot of the th things that we see are industry standards, such as gestation crates, such as, you know, um, animals being um, altered, uh, tails cut off without anesthesia, etc. When I did a pig investigation in another province, then I found a pig with a massive prolapse who was being kept, you know, for her babies to be slashed away and then she was going to be killed. And it was very specific. I was able to then report that to the authorities. A lawyer advised me that, yes, that is animal cruelty. So it's, it's a really fine line between what is industry standard and what you can actually report as being animal cruelty. And it's the most egregious things that, that you that you see, which you can report. It's unbelievable. And again, you're looking at one of the headlines, animal activists who occupied Quebec pig farm found guilty of breaking and entering. And then they added a charge of uh, obstruction of police, even though there weren't any fights. The most that they did, you just heard it from uh, Jenny, was go limp. And uh, it's just... Um, I, you know, sometimes I feel embarrassed to be a human being. Sometimes I feel really, really embarrassed to be a human being. Yes, Lindsay Baker says, please share this video out. You can share it off of Unchained TV, the global streaming network that you can download on your phone or on your TV. Um, uh, you can also uh, watch it online at unchainedtv.com. Just click watch now. And uh, you can also share this out from Facebook. If you're watching on Facebook or YouTube or even Twitter, we are live on Twitter as well. But um, the point of this is that we're not, this should be the front page of every mainstream news organization. It impacts so much. It's absolute torture. You, you can take one look at it and it speaks for itself. The video speaks for itself. The photographs speak for themselves. And it affects human health. Processed meat, which is how most pig products are consumed, is officially cancer-causing, according to the World Health Organization. It affects climate change because pig products, meat products, are right up there very high in terms of their carbon price tag. And animal agriculture is a leading cause of climate change. Some say it's the leading cause, but everybody agrees it's a leading cause of climate change. And it's also a cause of habitat destruction, wildlife extinction, human world hunger, because we're feeding so much of this food to these animals where uh, children are dying of malnutrition and hunger somewhere else, and we could feed the food directly to them. 
And all of this, and despite all of this, who gets arrested and prosecuted and convicted? The people who point it out. There is something really fundamentally wrong with that. We only have two minutes left. Final thoughts from each one of you. Let's start with Chloe. Uh, we need better protections for animals in law, and we need to stop exploiting them. All right, Natalie. If you are not vegan, you should be vegan. If you are not vegan, um, if you are not vegan, excuse me, let me start again. If you are not vegan, you should be vegan. If you are vegan, you should be an activist because we need so many more people in this movement. Even if you're not comfortable doing illegal actions, there are so many legal ways to speak up for animals and to make a difference. And we, we need each other. We, we need to, we have so much uh, against us. And, and yeah, as Lindsay Baker says, so easy to find alternatives. There's benevolent bacon. There's products now that taste just like these that aren't cancer causing. Jenny, you have the final thought. Yeah, we care about humans too, not just animals. Think about the workers, the underprivileged, the immigrants who have to work in these places. It's an absolute crime that people are expected to, to clean up, to breathe the air. So these places need to be completely shut down. Uh, I just want to say you guys are my, you women are my heroes. I would, we'll stay on Shane TV. We'll stay on top of this story. Please let us know when your sentencing is and we will go live. Um, and everybody, if this upsets you, take action. Write to Pierre Trudeau. Write to um, other leaders in Quebec and get involved and come to the ALC conference and download Unchained TV. Thank you so much, everybody, for joining us. See you next time. Thank you for tuning in to Unchained TV. We hope you'll join Jane Velez Mitchell for the next edition of her program next Monday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time and 12 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Meanwhile, have a peaceful week.